الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد. So um, you know as I mentioned uh, earlier that these sessions are designed to be very brief uh, portions of the text. Uh, we're not going to cover you know the majority of the text. Honestly, we're just going to touch base on a few of the points uh, and just try to derive some benefit from each of these, inshallah. So um, we're going to uh, you know sort of delve into the text a little bit now. It's a, it's a very interesting book uh, that was recently translated, and um, I'm sure for those of you that were able to do the pre-reading, you would see that Hakim um, al-Ummah, Mawana Ashraf Ali Tani, was a very prolific scholar who wrote in so many different um, domains of Islamic sciences. I mean, it's incredible the different areas that he was able to touch upon. Um, and so now, now it's, you know, what, six, 80 years after he had passed away, we're still trying to make sense of his books and translate the text into different languages and derive benefit from it. So this is one of those things that's now reaching the ummah. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Um, so the, I'm, I'm not going to be going in order, so we're not covering a, a particular blessing by blessing, but we're just going to read a few portions of the text and, and cover it. So uh, we're going to just begin by one perspective that he mentions. So he mentions Hakim uh, al-Ummah. This is the translation a different perspective on afflictions. The reality of the matter is that calamities and afflictions do not come over a person. Rather, it is the blessings and bounties that were already upon that individual that are taken away. It is actually the disappearance of these bounties and blessings that appears to be calamity. So what he's beginning by teaching us and reminding us is that we obviously know that every single human being is going to go through difficulty and tribulation and, difficult, uh, and trials in this life. And we've given it terminology accordingly, which is that this is a difficulty, this is a hardship, this is a trial that's now coming down upon us. And even the Quran uses this terminology, right? Asaba, yusleebu, musliba, for instance, things, things that are coming down upon us, or afflictions, and ibtila, and different words that are used. But what he's mentioning to us here is that they don't actually overcome a person. It is blessings and bounties that are taken away, meaning our natural state Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us in is to be blessed. And be, and, be, and be drowning in blessings, and to be absorbing his bounties, which is pretty remarkable. He says, similarly, there is no actual death. Rather, it is in fact life that is taken away. Let's put that into perspective, right? We talk about death, but we wouldn't be able to experience death unless we had life. So who gave us life? Allah. If we were not existing, if we were not in existence, we would never be able to experience a quote-unquote hardship or difficulty associated with death. If we were never able to experience bounty and blessing, we wouldn't know what calamity and, and difficulty and tribulation or trial were. We wouldn't be able to understand that concept. So what he's saying is that rather than think about this as something coming upon me, which psychologically has, a, has its own impact, think that all that's happening is that some difficulty, uh, some, some blessing has been taken away. So for instance, it's a difficulty that I become blind one day. May Allah protect us, but let's say that difficulty befalls us. It's not that now that difficulty has fallen upon me. It's that... It's not that I now um, have my eyesight removed from me. It's not that now um, uh, that difficulty has fallen upon me. Rather, I, I was given the bounty and blessing of eyesight, and now that's been taken away from me. And this is extreme. You know, you we're in a motor vehicle accident, for instance. I was, I, it's not that you know, this thing fell upon me. It's not that this accident happened to me. It's that I was given a car, and now that car has been taken away from me. You know, this also even applies to children. You know, it, perhaps one of the most difficult experiences a human being can have is to have to lose a child. And we say, this difficulty has befallen me. But the reality is, that child was only given to me by Allah to begin with. And when it was his time to take it, when he decided it was the right time for that child to be taken away from me, he's now taking that child away from me. So, 
that's a very unique perspective on things. That in the same way that death isn't really death, it's the absence of life and it's the removal of life. Similarly, so is every difficulty and every tribulation and every trial as well. So that should really make us think about things. That when something, when some difficulty befalls us or when calamity befalls us, one of the first things we should think about is, I was not deserving of this to begin with. I, I'm not entitled to anything. I have no entitlement. You know, we live in a society where we feel that we own something or, so, you know, we, 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 this pencil and this pen is mine. So if this is taken away from me, this is mine. But this is, this is actually not even mine to begin with. My children are not mine, they're Allah's. My own heart is not mine, it's Allah's. My property is not mine, it's Allah's. And when Allah chooses to take something away from me, that's, that's his will and he's fully able to do so. And if he chooses to take my life away from me, that's totally his will and he's fully able to do so. So he says, I'll just read it again. He says, the reality of the matter is that calamities and afflictions do not come over a person. Rather, it is the blessings and bounties that were already upon that individual that are taken away. It is actually the disappearance of these bounties and blessings that appears to be calamity. Similarly, there is no actual death. Rather, it is the fact that it is in fact life that is taken away, the absence of which we call death. In the same way, one is not affected by ignorance. Rather, we simply call the absence of knowledge ignorance. The case of sickness is no different. We call the absence of health sickness. You know, when some difficult sickness befalls us, so let's say we, we've been diagnosed with some lung disease. Well, where did the healthy lungs come from to begin with? What, what, how was it, why was I entitled to have a healthy set of lungs? Let's say we have a heart attack. And it's not really our own doing. It's not that we were having Cheetos every day for 40 years. It genuinely came upon us. We have a family history of it. Why was I entitled to have a totally healthy heart to begin with? This was Allah Ta'ala's giving it to me all along. But we don't appreciate these things until they're taken away from us. And we certainly don't appreciate that we actually are not entitled to any of these things. This is purely Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala's blessing that He's given us anything. And it's purely Allah Ta'ala's blessing that He's even given us life. That's it. Uh, if we look at the matter from this perspective, we can clearly see that calamities in reality never descend upon anyone. It is instead that the removal of blessings have made manifest the reality of the human condition, which is that we are nothing, and that we have no ability of our own, we have no power of our own, we have no strength of our own. And if Allah Ta'ala chooses to afflict all of humanity with everything, He's fully able to do so and fully entitled to do so. And we have nothing that we can claim to our name. So I'm going to stop this portion of the text from here.